0: SAFM, the more you listen, the more you know.
1: The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them.
2: It's 10 minutes after 8 and uh, thank you so much for staying with us and if you've just tuned in, well, welcome to the show. It's off now the forum at eight, and uh, unfortunately, bad news. Uh, we were supposed to speak to a former VITS SRC president student leader uh, in hashtag fees must fall but uh, we managed to establish contact with him and he tells us he's just been arrested. So, unfortunately, we cannot speak to him. Uh, we cannot uh, continue with the interview. We don't know much about the situation right now Safe to say what he told us that he has now been arrested so unfortunately that one will have to postpone until a later stage so uh, we're going to stop that one and if you'd like to comment though because uh, we are now left with the situation whereby we have to open the lines and uh, talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. If you'd like to talk about um, uh Fees Must Fall and all of that you're welcome to do so uh, and also some of the other issues that have been raised on uh, the various platforms as well. There's the NPA hawk saga. There's Sean Abrams and uh, President Jacob Zuma, and uh, then of course also much talk about the story we did just before uh, the eight o'clock news about uh, the. Uh, the uh, Middleburg Magistrates Court's appearance this morning of the two farmers who allegedly beat up a black farm worker and then put him in a coffin. So perhaps to kick us off, uh, I'll start by reading some messages. In the meantime, you can get your calls through on 891 104208 and uh, you can continue sending messages to 34701 and you can also tweet or Facebook us at amlive on SAFM. Please, please, please use the hashtag amlive. Let me read some of those messages Tami says um, the, uh, racism is the greatest challenge facing South Africa and those of a darker hue remain subjugated. Fighting Muketa says do those white people know what being put in a coffin means for a black person? Uh, Puleng says uh, those farmers must rot in jail um, for uh, for, uh, for their cruelty, South Africa is slowly but surely becoming a banana republic and Dallas Buluka says we urge Afri forum to go and protest against the Middleburg coffin farmers uh, to be united with other forces against this. And then um, on other matters, the ICC uh, and South Africa's withdrawal from their own statutes. Kwena uh, says uh, so far the best thing did uh, the ANC did for this year is withdrawing from the ICC. Vusi Ndabeni says ICC is a bulldog under the leash of the UN Security Council whose members are not members of the ICC and that makes it illegitimate. Kachisha says I hardly agree with the ANC on matters but this one of withdrawing from the ICC I support 100% Um, Owen says forcing a black man into a coffin by two whites is unacceptable we shouldn't blame Malema sometimes and then uh, Louis Wardle says please get us views as to how the president head of state will visit flood ravaged Alexandra without the mayor of Johannesburg that of course happened yesterday and Sig says aren't those letters between Between NPA Hawks and Zuma, fraudulent attempts to fake integrity among crooked henchmen. Uh, While Abe says, Abe Mkize says, SK, we are sitting in a bus with Zuma as a reckless driver, the NPA and other state organs emasculated by him as toys. And Tiba Kwena says, uh, uh, Sean Abrams jabbed Gordon, and now Abrams must explain why he must be employed. Who is having the last laugh on this one? And uh, Moya Manala says, Sean will never vacate his office. Zuma is only trying to stop freedom under law's application uh, for Sean's dismissal. So some of the comments uh, on what people are talking about, you're most welcome to raise other issues as well, if you so wish. 0891104208. It's going to be an open line until 9 o'clock. Good morning. Good morning,
3: Sagina. How are you? I'm
2: very well, and you?
3: I'm fine, thanks. I'm concerned about the issue of the EPWP, the people who are working along the roads, cutting the grass and whatever along the roads. In Limpopo, most of them, they don't have toilets. What about the environment? Can they use the bushes? It's degrading for our people. Can you maybe when they call somebody from the Department of Public Works to explain that?
2: Thank you. Okay, got you there. Definitely noted it, uh, Katlejo, and uh, see maybe if others have different experiences there or you know whether there are other issues that people would like to raise. Jackson is in Secunda. Good morning, uh, Jackson. How are you? How are you, Satina? I'm well, thanks, and you? Yeah, I, I want to speak about in Sebo hmm Yeah, probably the
4: reason why he was re-arrested I think he has actually violated his uh, uh, bail application conditions because, you remember, he spoke in the appearance of Julius Malema's court last week. That's why he has been arrested.
2: Mm. Uh, well we can't say with any certainty at this point jackson but we certainly are trying to find out more about what is going on there all we know is that he's been arrested so it could very well be as you point out uh, for a violation of bail, uh, bail conditions but we cannot say that with any certainty at this point pandan durbin good morning ah can't get through to Panda there in the meantime let's uh, take a look at uh, some of the other messages uh, coming through on um, the emails uh, Munaheng David uh, Rabete says uh, good morning Sakina Clive Ramatibela is a masterpiece that's all I can say I'm David from Markwad, a satisfied SAFM listener and our dial in Marquad is 104.7 megahertz I love my SAFM and please greet Nomsa Mdluli for me always lovely receiving a message like that uh, Mike says uh, about Telcom Clive must be on a Telcom line uh, Mike uh, you know taking a jab there because that line wasn't too great but anyway uh, all in good humor and 0891 104 208 what would you like to talk about Eunice in Johannesburg good morning
0: Yeah, hi, Sakina. Sakina, you know, I want to talk about the story that has basically come off the radar screen here. You know, a few months ago, we had the story of the two the Tulsi twins that were arrested for so-called wanting to go and join IS in Syria and Mm -hmm. what have you. Now, what I'm concerned about is these twins have been incarcerated for a few months here, and nothing has been done. And all the time you hear, the case has been, you know, shifted because the magistrates want to hear read more information. They were supposed to appear two weeks ago, and it keeps getting postponed. And I'm a bit concerned here because it seems that uh, they are being charged, you know, on the basis of information from foreign agencies. Now, we know for a fact that, you know, I mean, in this country, a foreign Agents or spooks, as you may call them, are, are moving freely in this country. So, are we basing ourselves? If they've done something wrong, surely the courts, must, the evidence must be there. The state must present the evidence, and uh, you know the case keeps getting remanded all the time. So, it's really concerning. And while they were arrested, another brother and sister from Azadpur were also arrested for having an empty shell for which they could, I mean, a bullet shell for which they could account for. You know, but in the meantime, in the interim, about th- uh, three weeks ago, a right-winger was caught in Funderbale Park with a whole arms cachet there. And incidentally, this right-winger was charged not for terrorism, but for, for being in possession of unlicensed firearms and explosives. Now, I find that very strange because... You know from the 1994 that the right-wing movement has been involved in terrorist activity in this country, the bombing of the Soweto, uh, in Soweto, the mosque, and, uh, you know, elsewhere. There were, there were several deaths then, and other incidents. Now, I'm a bit concerned here, and I think, uh, you know, our agencies here need to come up front. The state has to come, especially with these twins now. And I just get the feeling that this matter is being dragged off to keep them incarcerated, Right up to next year, that's in my opinion, because this matter is dragging on and it seems to be going off the radar screen.
2: Okay, got you there, Eunice. Um, Eunice in Johannesburg, concerned about that story about the Tulsi twins and uh, quite rightly remember the uproar that was caused when uh, that particular story broke. But uh, do you agree with Eunice's sentiments? Don't agree? Love to hear from you all the same. Prince in Middleburg, good morning. So,
4: hello, hello, Good morning. Um, I'm going to touch on three issues very quickly, very, very quickly. First, I'm going to start with the issue of South Africa withdrawing from ICC. Um, it's a shame. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's really a shame. Uh, and then, secondly, I'm going to touch on the issue of um, um, the 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 CBD. Our CBD has become very filthy that uh i've just been put about by uh, there's a police officer here i'll i'll have to call that
2: okay all right um, uh, that's, uh, Prince in Middleburg. Don't know what's happening to Prince there. Um, but, uh, he says he'll call back. So he'll give us his views on the ICC and whatever else is going on. And seeing that he's in Middleburg, and I'm assuming it's Middleburg and in Pumalanga, uh, maybe he'll tell us how he feels about that court case this morning and maybe also give us some insight into what the town, uh, is like this morning. Uh, this one from, um, Murwa Besi, who is in Middleburg, says, uh, this is really inhumane what those farmers did uh, to the farm worker. I'm in Middleburg today and I will definitely be supporting any move to see uh, these heartless animals behind bars. Um, Tunzi Mamgeli says those farmers uh, who put their workers in a coffin uh, must be deported to Europe. Simple. Where to Europe? Where will they be deported to? I'm just curious uh, because, you know, there must be some basis for that. What might that be? Uh, so let me know what the answer to that is. And Spiwo says, uh, but the judge said Mkremot Lamini can participate in any peaceful protest. Speaking outside the Bloemfontein High Court was peaceful. And as I said, we are not able to give any further information. So all that people are saying right now is simple speculation. We are certainly trying to get in touch with Mtebot Lamini and his legal representatives just to get some clarity on what the arrest was based on. Right now, we don't know. All we know from his mouth to us is that he has been arrested. Eddie in Cape Town, good morning. Good morning,
5: Sakina. Um, Just just one first thing. The the SABC 8 um, apparently that they've being called that now. And the, the mafia style that they, they're experiencing at the hands of whoever, you, you, you know, I, I'm getting scared, Sakina, like for our country where we have, um, 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 people being subjected to mafia style. And then the people that we obviously have to infer that are behind this, then they turn around and distance themselves from everything and, and and then we are then left to to believe that there are some kind of um animals or something from Mars that suddenly came down and deliver some kind of karma on the s a b c eight you know I find that our country is moving towards some funny situation really Do you still remember Mz or Africa and the other guy who who discovered the 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 rentals that our former commissioner um, um, had signed with with, with a related mm-hmm. party. And they were subjected to some kind of mafia-style um, uh, 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 treatment. So th- this is creeping up all the time and yet the ANC, who's supposed to be the guardian really of all of these things, turn around and say, let the court take its course. My, my second issue is um, the, 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 the ICC and the Zikoda's comment. You know, Sakina, I'm saddened that, you know, some of us are card-carrying members of the ANC and there have been parties coming up left, right and centre and we have stuck it out with the ANC. And we have a party that demonstrates in KwaZulu-Natal and say... They, 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 they are protesting in support of Jacob Zuma, our president. And I would like, Sakina, one day if there is a slot, to call those people, the friends of Jacob Zuma, the people that, Toy for Zuma, the people that are, pro- to come to the studio and explain to us what is it that the president is being prejudiced against or what is he being stopped from um, um, enjoying in this country as a citizen that he needs to be protected? And finally, Sakina, um, the 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 the, um, the withdrawal from the ICC um, shows that our 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 government has got its priorities um, uh, uh, cluttered. To be honest, what, what is it? Um, 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 why why is it the ICC coming up at the top of the priority? Um, what has happened that must make the ICC come at the top of? Don't we have enough problems that we must be addressing? Um, to, to be rushing to 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 withdraw from the ICC and make it a big thing and and, and put it in the agenda of this country when we have got a um, vengate of problems that we are dealing with at this point, you know.
2: So Thanks, so so, if you were the president yeah. for a day, what would be your priority, Eddie?
5: My priority is is is, 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 is uh, universities that are banning Sakina. That's the first thing. The second thing is people that are staying in shakes. You know, every year Sakina without faith, um, we hear that the, 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 the gift of the givers are giving out, um, uh, materials for people to rebuild their shapes. They've lost their IDs and all of the, They're living in so inhumane, Sakina. You know, I asked this question to one of, um, um, the guys on the studio at some point, in ANC, to, to say to them, did these guys have a heart transplant when they became, um, uh, 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 went to parliament and started earning? Because, they drive on the n2 2 Sakina. i don't know whether you've been to the airport yeah. in cape town mm-hmm. you drive on n2 on a hot day and you see those kids bathing in the sewage water using that as 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 as, as, as a, um, what they call it swimming pools because they don't have swimming pools um, we could be sitting with the child clothes there but i mean how inhuman can it be and these people are driving on the n2 and then they drive to acacia park where they are t- being treated as royalty, and they they they, they they've got they throw tantrums, they've got cleaners, they've got okay. they cancel they cancel their their, t- their air tickets, and they get um, aeroplanes chartered for them. You know, I mean, really now, you.
2: Okay, got you there, Eddie in Cape Town uh, Government's priorities misplaced Uh, Felix uh, says I don't think ICC was important to South Africa Uh, It has never done anything meaningful To solve cases here And uh, Jabulani Chauke says We're living in a country Where state institutions are used For political gain by politicians It is very tough at the moment Tawanda and Kempton Park, good morning
6: Good morning, Sakina, how are you? Well, and you? Good uh, I'm Zimbabwean and I'm resident in, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Right. What is happening in South African politics is exactly a, a Zanu PF template of governance. We 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 have seen this in Zimbabwe whereby cadre deployment in essential state institutions for for self gains and um and and, and enrichment and this is exactly actually South Africa should actually consider Zimbabwe as a case study.
2: In terms of cater deployment, you're going to have to tell me more than cater deployment because
6: no. In, in 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 terms of what is happening, just look look at the state capture. That report is is true. Okay. Yeah, that report is true, and uh, it's exactly what Mugabe is doing. You know, you put uh, he put um, a non non corrupt people in essential institutions, state institutions, and those people will always protect him.
2: Okay, when you say the report is true, is that because it actually uh, reflects the bias that you hold on this particular matter?
6: Facts are there. Whether we argue them or we don't, facts are there.
2: They haven't been tested yet. That's why uh, there was actually a recommendation that a commission be set up to actually test the veracity of that.
6: Mm. You know what uh, What will carry on happening in Sakina? Mm. The review will go on for, for, for a few more years and what is happening in the meantime.
2: I don't know. You tell me what's happening in the meantime.
6: <laughs> no, that was my point. Thanks. Let me get back on the road.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tawanda in Kempton Park. Joe in Middleburg. Good morning. Good
7: morning, Jack. How are you? Well, and you? Ah, uh, well, we are just disturbed by uh, what is happening around, uh, you know, Middleburg. And uh, thanks for taking my call off again. Look, I just want to say um, uh, to South Africa that, you know, we have we these difficult times and really uh, coming out of the closet and facing the truth, like, you know, holding the bull by the horn or whatever you may say. But we need to, to face the truth, and the truth is one. Mm -hmm. Uh, that the governing party has camouflaged and pretended that, you know, all will be well, you know, rosy after 1994. But we haven't dealt with the foundation of apartheid. What we are seeing our black brothers and sisters being uh, pushed, shoved left, right, and center by, uh, you know, the, the, the white man, being protected by the governing party. Let me tell you what is happening in Middelbeck. And I want you to invite uh, the, 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 the mayor, the Masina, because he always comes there and talks about Bob Marley and stuff as if those people were not Africans. He must come there and account, because here in Middelbeck, um, Alzo Farms, Closed water and the EFF stood up. I must say um, we are we are, we are, we are, we, are, we are up in arms with, with 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 my white white people that are, are taking advantage of black people just because you know we, we, we don't have the resources to go and stand in the courts and stuff. But they closed water. This is not the first uh, uh, incident. They closed water for people, and uh, you know can you imagine in the farm you don't have water? Your your free basic right. You couldn't even access it just because you are in the farm. And they just closed the water and we went to the mayor and they went left, right and centre. They couldn't just they couldn't face the owner of the farm and tell him that what you are doing is not uh, uh, constitutional. Stop doing that. No. They pretend they pretend that they, they they don't see what is happening. Huh? People are being they, hello? Uh,
2: uh, Joe, tell you what? To go to news, but I hear you, and I know uh, that um, the mayor Mike Masina usually listens to SAFM. So I'm hoping he's listening right now, and you know maybe he will respond to uh, your allegations there, Minister um, um, Mayor Masina. If you're listening, please give us a call: eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Right now, though, let's get the latest news headlines with Nomsa Mdluli. Thanks, Akina. The Gauteng Health Department has come under attack for the alleged poor treatment of community health workers. This follows their decision to award a tender worth 87 million rand to a company to manage the payment of about 7,000 workers. Then Parliament's ad hoc committee on the SABC board inquiry will today serve about 30 witnesses with formal notices to give evidence. They include Communications Minister Faith Mutambi. And the University of the Western Cape says it's assessing the damage to its uh, computer lab after it was set alight yesterday. I'll have more details at 9.
1: Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead. Our top story this morning is the heaviness on the N1 and associated routes around Pretoria. Two vehicles overturning much earlier at Road. The traffic going north still horribly backed up uh, as far back as the Bruckfontein interchange. So the N1 Polaquani split. That's where you start to queue right through to Hasfontein. Uh The southbound side still struggling along, although it is starting to move, but uh, still backlogging because of onlookers from as far back as Stormful Road. And then approaches onto that to N1 a heavy like the N4 coming in from uh, the Vatamea the Street exit. Uh, Linwood Road queuing up to get on the highway. A lot of Pressure around Solomon Mishlungu. Uh, the R21 north through the N1, up through Monument Park and into Fountain Circle and the N14 up to Eupheus Road. So problems on the highways and a big sort of scramble uh, jamming up alternative routes through the area as well. Uh, Joerg this morning, N1's very heavy from Beclue down to Ravonia and then the secondary queue passing Ravonia down towards the William Nicoloff ramp. Malabongwe from uh, Oliva Avenue down into Stratham Park remains badly backed up. And again, queues of traffic into and a breakdown on William Nicol at Matty, Hurlingham area. So uh, from Bryanston on William Nicol and from Randburg side, uh, Bordeaux on Rap- public road, very slow as well. And then turning off the N3, Marlborough Drive jammed up to the Mike 1 and then onto South Road. Uh, big queues down into Ravonia Road, trying to get into Santon by uh, that method as well. Uh, now, going into Pinetown, there's a stationary truck. That's the problem on the M7 at the St. John's Avenue Bridge. So quite a big delay as you come up through the N3 and want to get into the uh, central Pinetown area. Cape Town this morning, N2 still heavy from Jake's Cowell Drive through to Hospital Bend. And once you arrive at Hospital Bend, you've got the option of Duval Drive and Nelson Mandela Boulevard. Duval Drive really badly backed up down to Rowland Street as it has been for most of this week. Might be a traffic light uh, timings or something else. So take Nelson Mandela Boulevard and Marine Drive still very heavy this morning if you're coming in from Tableview. Uh, big backlogs from sort of the Milneton High School right through to the N1. Rob Byrne AM Live, Traffic Watch. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.
2: And, uh, it is now 26 minutes before nine and I was supposed to speak to Mkebod Lamini. And unfortunately, uh, uh, we spoke to him very briefly. The producers did and he indicated that he had been arrested. So uh, we're trying to get further details on that. Uh, but unfortunately, at the moment, we are none the wiser. So we've opened the lines talking about a whole range of issues. Anything that you would like us to follow up on and also just, uh, Uh, the situation in Middleburg in Mpumalanga where uh, two white farmers uh, will be appearing this morning for allegedly beating up and uh, putting one of their workers in a coffin so that situation seems to be building and uh, just looking at some of the tweets coming through uh, someone is asking uh, if there's any other political parties uh, who will be uh, who are taking part it's Mfanabo MCB says um, is EFF the only uh, party that will be going to uh, the court to support uh, the farm worker. No, I understand ANC Youth League. I understand the DA are there. And I'm just deducing from the tweets that are coming through, it seems as though people have spotted those political parties at the the Middlesbrough Magistrates Court in or around. But also, uh, there's an update uh, from uh, someone in Middleburg. I take it it's a journalist to me, I think it is, who says that the EFF has not been granted permission to picket. So uh, we're going to keep an eye on developments there. We do have a reporter on the ground uh, and uh, we'll see if we can find out from Abongile Dumako exactly what the latest is. So you can stay tuned for that. Uh, meanwhile, we're carrying on uh, talking about all the developments around the country. I report says the latest from Nelson Mandela uh, University fees must fall is they are now demanding free food and free accommodation. Klotiso uh, Mputi says uh, Zuma said people must evacuate the riverbanks in Alexandra. Uh, where will they go? Does the Gauteng government have a plan for all of this? And then Babe uh, Winkundla says this is the result of the TRC. Instead of dealing with apartheid, they are covering our pains with money. And then Comrade James Kandawire says there's a lot of injustice on the farms, and it's due to a lack of uh, police visibility and workers living under very harsh conditions and abuse. Uh, captured by Wife says uh, how uh, the, 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 the ANC, the DA, um, have now joined the EFF at the Middleburg court. Uh, but where is Afri Forum? Where's the Freedom Front Plus? Uh, Deplorable number 1 says, We're busy making noise about racism, and yet we keep quiet when it comes to issues about tribalism. Uh, Rafiki says in Funderbell Park, there's been a rise in gang activity in Bupe Um Young people are killing each other there. And Tebza Ian Mashiko says, I wonder what it is that Professor Magube wants to prove by remaining the only SABC board member. He's just wasting our time. So, quite a few issues that people are actually touching on. So, what's on your mind? 0891104208 is the call in number. Um, I just want to take Mike Massina, the mayor of Middleburg. Before the break, uh, we had a call and uh, the people were wanting a response from the mayor about some of the dire situations that farm workers face. Mayor Massina, thanks so much for calling.
8: Uh, thank you, Sagina for, for having me. Thank you very much.
2: I'm not sure how much of the call you heard before the break.
8: Yeah, uh, well, uh, I got uh, the program in between, but uh, I was able to hear the EFF guy uh, making a call about uh, the unfortunate incident that took place at Arnott. And uh, for record, Sagina, I want to say this matter was brought to my attention by a ward councillor from that area. So it's not correct for the EFF guy to say um, nothing is being done. The ward councillor, councillor Mkuma brought the matter to our attention and um I had a conversation with Brigadier yesterday uh, about um, the protestation that is going to take place and uh, we assured each other that uh, everything is going to be under control. And uh, I also received a call from Honorable Councillor Sedibe of the EFF uh, who sits in the provincial legislature with very progressive conversation that uh, this matter um, It is not to be politicized. Uh, It is uh, racism that uh, must be condemned in the strongest possible terms. Uh, I am actually looking forward to that um, like-minded organizations that condemn racism will come together and raise their voices.
2: Well, um, Mayor Mike Massina, thanks so much for that response. Whether it satisfies uh, the caller, I'm not sure, but thank you so much for calling in all the same. Well, the lines are open until 9 o'clock, 0891-104-208. And uh, let's hear from Dumisani in Middleburg. Good morning.
9: Good morning, Sakita. How are you? Well, mm-hmm. and you? Fine, fine. Actually, I just want to talk about, uh, uh, in support of the president, Uh, on the attack that he's been having recently. I just want to say, I think the president is doing the right thing because he's being attacked from from the the West, I think, from the media. Um, I just want to say, if if somebody from the president is listening, uh, he must just be firm and then fight because I think his attacks on him are just unfair as he, uh, I think, inherited... You know, I, I would call it a mess from... The previous presidents and he's trying to, to transform and uh, he's uh i think he's, he's being attacked and it's, it's not really fair uh,
2: yeah okay. it, please please define for me attacks on the president what well, constitutes I mean, an attack on the president
9: well i think i think on the what what you read on the papers and uh the thenkan issues uh the state capture. That's what that's what I think. It's, it's not fair. I mean if if you're a president, so I think you need protection on oh, no, in terms of uh, uh the gun issue. That's you need security at your home state. And the state capture is not really uh it's, it's still still so, 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 from what I read, from what I saw it's just allegations and the commission has not even been set up yet and so, attack.
2: How does that constitute an attack? I don't think anybody at any stage said that the president well, is not, you know, worthy of having the security and protection that a president yes, should have.
9: They're they putting it, they put it on on and saying that it's two hundred there and fifty million day and day. Well it's for me I think it's they're just exaggerating in a way of saying, No, the president must not have a two hundred and fifty
2: security. Who is you know exaggerating? Saying?
9: The people, the media, in a way of saying that we put what we saw on the on the media it says two hundred and plus minus fifty million, and it said no, that's a lot of money. Which in, I think he, uh, he was said to pay. He was supposed to pay like seven seven point eight million, which he did, but it's still not enough on the president. That's that's what I feel like. The word attack. I don't know if what 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 what, what I can put, but I think it's an attack on the president. Because I think it's doing something right. Because when you, your media, not your media, but the media platform is, is talking about, you know, the president is corrupt the 788 eight charges that were, you know, there was no, uh, I don't know what happened to them.
2: The problem you have is that you actually need to. Disprove all of that. What about that is yes, not yes. true? It's not, it's I not mean, true, the Nkanda matter went all the way up to the Constitutional Court. So, what exactly is it that you are aggrieved about? What of what about all of that constitutes an I'm attack? A, I'm aggrieved
9: about that. You know, what what the media is saying is that how can you know President have the secret update of 250 million million rands? I mean, as a president, I think he's entitled to, to protection. Yeah, I saw that there's this security upgrade on him, actually personal security that he was uh, he was given more security, and then again they say no why. But I think that so, 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 so you saying we shouldn't
2: was, we shouldn't quantify it? We 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 should not be reasonable in expectations of how much the security for the president will cost. So, if the next president comes and spends a trillion rand, it will all be good by you because he's the president. Is that what you're
9: saying? I'm saying depends what 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 the security up, upgrades are. I mean, it was there. He said that this and this was for this and that. Uh, the crowds and uh, you know he doesn't want to set up the allowance. But if, if okay, one trillion rand. Well, I'm not gonna say as good, but 250 million for me as a president within the the I don't uh with with the security upgrades. I think it's. Okay. Cry. We're we crying too much, in South Africa. We got and I, can you, to Can I just
2: touch
9: the Middleburg Issue there that the, the farmers are just just quick. Um, I just want to say that what what about those farmers who who are not being you know caught on camera? I mean, I, I travel to Ramla Dal Metalberg Road every day, and at night I see farmers you know hitchhiking, and you know when you stop for them and you ask them, as uh, they they when you ask them why why of uh, your your boss not providing transport to your to your locations. They say he doesn't want to, and I think it's a it's a broader thing that we we need to face. I think this one two per two people is not going to help. That's that's my point. Thank
2: you. Okay, thanks to Misani in Middleburg, and you're most welcome uh, to respond. Michael in Fos-Lores, Good morning.
4: <laughs> good morning, Sakina. How are you?
2: Well, thanks. And you?
4: No, I'm fine. Look, Sekina, like I'm, I'm a little bit troubled that there is no follow-up on what happened at SARS with Tom Moyani. And Tom Moyani is an integral part of the investigation against the Minister of Finance because he's the one that laid the charge. Now, mm-hmm. Tom Moyani seems to have actually defeated the end of justice and was part of this conspiracy to actually. Uh, bring about the demise of the minister, because he had all the information at, at his hand, and yet he went on to actually go and lay a charge against the minister, and by that doing, plunging the, the, the economy into a $50 rand loss, and still Tomoyani is in his position. Because he had all the information. Nobody saying nothing about that. Even the minister himself should actually uh, take Moyani up on, on, on this, which he did. Because it was wrong. So he had all the information. And when that guy, Symington, was uh, uh, held hostage in, the, in his office, they actually communicated with Moyani. I don't understand why Moyani is still in his uh, position right now. Because surely Moyani has compromised that uh, We can no longer trust Moyani's impartiality.
2: So you feel that Tom Moyani needs to be part and parcel of this uh, intriguing web that is playing out at the moment. But then is the um, one that's starting he's he, actually the that actually started. It. He's within his rights to lay a charge. But and then it is but, but, for the investigating authorities to do their job and investigate and then for the prosecuting authorities to decide whether there is enough evidence to secure a prosecution.
4: Sakina, it was a Sakima, it was the false alarm. It was a false alarm. He had all the information, the the withdrawal of those charges. Even Sean Abrams says, but why didn't you make me aware of the the counsel that you got from the the, the lawyers themselves? They were already advised that this will not go anywhere. And yet they still went on. They thought they were going to strike luck. Because there is a conspiracy against the minister.
2: Okay. So you feel that uh, Tom Moyane should also uh, be uh, what, what must happen to him again? Must be, I don't know. Uh, my, 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 we lost Michael there, uh, but somehow he feels that Tom Moyane should not be left out of the fray, um, seemingly suggesting that the charge that was laid by Tom Moyane against Pravin Gordon, Ivan Pele, and um, uh, the, uh, who's the third person, name skips my mind now, Um, Opa Makashule. Now, he feels that those were spurious charges and therefore Tom Moyane should be brought to book for that. Do you agree? And, uh, you know, it's all very intriguing and I must say popcorn, all I can say at this point. Eddie in Durban, good morning.
7: Uh, good morning to you, Sakina. Hi, Eddie. A.B.
10: Hi, A.B. Uh, it's absolutely amazing that the mighty liberation movement managed to remove the powerful apartheid government from Pretoria, but cannot remove one man from the union buildings. There's a word in the dictionary, and you can um, Google it. The word is kakistocracy, K-A-K-I-S-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. It's there. It means government by the least qualified or most unqualified citizens, and I kid you not, it's there. Uh, it's got a nice South African ring about it. It's such a perfect description of our government, don't you think?
2: I don't know. <laughs> 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 but, 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 but I take it that's how you feel about it, Aby. <laughs> most certainly. <laughs> okay. A B feels that way. So uh, they say we, uh, you get the government you deserve. Because remember... The public representatives that we have didn't put themselves there. It is South African citizens, the electorate, who voted them into those positions. So we need to take some responsibility for that. think we lost A.B. there. Let's go to Peter Wiley in Grahamstown. Good morning, Peter.
11: Good morning, Sakina. Let me first of all thank you very much for opening the lines. We need this open line uh, it's significant that it's on a Wednesday. I want to talk about the recipe for a failed state. Now, the role of the media in preventing this is huge, and obviously the the people who, who committed that act on that black person in uh, Middleburg are not actually exposed to the media, because if they'd followed the media, they would never have done that. Now, if we look at the Zimbabwe example, they failed because of land invasion. That's an established fact. Now, I want to appeal to you, Sakina, to use your influence with uh, SAFM to devote a period, let's say a week, on looking at this land issue and get all the political parties and the other role players like uh, Afri Forum and Agriculture South Africa to come and make their input. And also people who have been displaced from Zimbabwe and what happened? And get an economist to look at this as well because we are headed that way. Because populism is a very easy way of stirring up the mob. And in this country, we have people who are very unhappy with the government. So it is so easy for Julius Malema to actually stand in the forefront of an incident like this. And those idiots, really, I don't know what. Got into their minds, or what background? I'd like to know what background they have in life, how they've treated their staff up till now, and if they have treated them badly, what has the Labour Department, what have their neighbours done about it? Because we cannot head in this direction. It is a known fact, as I say, and I'm repeating myself, that Zimbabwe fell because property rights were removed. But please, Sakina, would you try and do this for me? Try and devote some time towards this
2: land issue? Certainly well noted. It is a very important issue. And, uh, yeah, we'll certainly put it there on our diary and, um, you know, make some work and see if we can discuss how best to do that. Thanks so much, Peter. Randy in Cape Town. Good morning, Randy.
12: Morning, morning, Sakina. Morning, South Africa. I am a visually impaired person, and I mean... Even the blind can see that this country is going somewhere where Mandela didn't want it to go. Now everybody is talking about decolonizers, decolonize that. I want to say the first thing is that let us uh, decolonize by starting at the beginning. And by that I mean let's start by the castle in Cape Town. That is a bastion of the former colonizers. So everybody is talking about the roads, uh, decolonize the education system, and even the, 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 the guns in the country, let's decolonize that also, because when, when the whites came here, they brought the guns here. We never had that. So, and another thing is also that the government allows terrorism to act, because in the Western Cape, the gangsters, they are terrorists. But yet our government treats them with house And as a concerned citizen, I am very upset about that, because... Our people are dying every day.
2: Mm. So, 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 Randy, what, what do you want to see happen? You want the castle to be demolished?
12: Why not? Let them build the flats that they built in the 1970s. Let them build the flats there to show the people, the tourists that come here, that this is the legacy of Van Riebeekwem. Because our people stay in high-rise flats where gangsters roam like wild animals. So why, why not build housing on that uh, premises there then?
2: So, so, so you don't believe there's any value in keeping them so that they can serve as a reminder of what we should never, ever allow to happen to us again?
12: Uh, you, uh, you can uh, depict those things in, the, in um, textbooks. You can check it out on the internet. Why must we still look at it every day when it comes to, call to town?
2: Okay, that's Randy in Cape Town. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Randy says, start with the castle in Cape Town, demolish it, and build accommodation for people who are currently living in high-rise flats uh, on the Cape Flats. So, you know, do something, Uh, but there's no need for us to have these constant reminders in our faces on a daily basis. Do you agree with that, or are you of the school of thought that says... We need to take it, look at it, and move on. Turn the bad into good in one form or another. Um, I I, I don't know. I'm going to think about this one a little more, but I hear what Randy is saying. Collins, you're also in Cape Town. Good morning. You
10: know, know, I'm listening to this program. I listen to it every morning. You know, some of your, your callers, listeners and callers, they don't even know what they're talking about. They just phone for the sake of of saying something for argument's sake. Um, uh, even you were quite amused uh, when it, uh, one tweet came in: uh, "Deport those two farmers." I I um, I uh, actually want to say to myself: How can you deport a South African? But no, I no, even you asked the question to Europe, but where to Europe? You know? so many little things like that. Another one to attack on Zuma, your other caller. you know, if anybody does anything wrong, there will be an attack on you. Even if a child does something wrong, the mother or the father is going to attack the child. You know what I mean? Things like that. Now, just, I actually lost this last caller now. Demolish the castle. That is herity. You don't. Demolish energy and things like that, man. You find other alternatives. But anyway, uh, what I really wanted to say, lots of your callers don't even know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? They just phone in for the sake of having a voice on the radio. But, I mean, there were three points now. The castle must be demolished. it uh, was under attack. And the port to um, farmers. I disagree. Uh, Uh, Mm. You you, you see,
2: here's the thing, Collins. It's okay for you to disagree. And I think sometimes we we, we forget that that is exactly the point of all of this. Mm. You don't have to agree with everything that everybody says. But that does not mean that they don't have a right to be heard. Because like you, they have a point of view. And maybe you can find each other somewhere along the line. Maybe not. All the same, it's okay.
10: Yes, but but the thing is now... uh, uh he calls it the gangsters terrorism. The gangsters grew up like that. It's the environment they're in and things like that. They aren't terrorists. They are just gangsters. You know what I mean?
2: So, so, so who gets to decide who is a terrorist and what form no. terrorism takes on?
10: A terrorist a terrorist is actually, if you look in the dictionary and see what a terrorist a terrorist is a person that picks up uh, arms. Against innocent people.
2: Yeah, and, and that has not happened on the Cape Flats? Those gangsters yeah. have not been terrorizing those communities, have they not?
10: Uh, gangsters, I was listening to a program that, that the C-6 in the old days. I think it was on your program. Um, that those gangsters used to fight each other. They never interfered with other people. They had what I call gang warfare among themselves, for and things like that.
2: No, it, sure. it, it never stays amongst themselves. Inevitably, the community suffers as a result of that, Colin. But see, I'm glad you called too because now people got to hear your view that is different from theirs. People taking issue with Dumisani from Middleburg earlier. Dumisani, yeah, we don't have to agree, but he has a right to his view as well. Uh, Anonymous, good morning.
10: Good good morning. I just have to phone in. I'm a white Afrikaner male. But I'm shocked when I put on the TV this morning to see who on all that means is. If I were a judge, I'd send those two whites to Robben Island. It's absolute disgrace. It's people like them that makes blacks hate us whites. And against every forum will open the spring I wish all the blacks would forgive us whites
3: for idiots like that. Thank you.
2: Well, Anonymous, thank you so much for that call. And like you, Anonymous, many people are asking for AFRI Forum to step to the front in this particular case. Haven't heard anything from them. I've tagged them in a few messages. Haven't heard anything from them. Um, so, you know, there goes. And again, for people where we like to lump everything together because, you see, it suits our purpose at any given point in time. This reminds me of a time when people were saying all Muslims should stand up and condemn and speak out and, you know, say this, that and the other about ISIS. And at that point, I said, you know, that that's an unfair call because why do you want to now make everybody culpable because of the actions of a few? As Anonymous just said right now. Those people perpetrating these heinous crimes, they need to be dealt with. And others actually need to also come to the party and make sure that they condemn these acts wherever they occur. And not just the deeds, but also speech and everything that goes along with it. So, again, now people are saying AfriForum must come out and speak. Mm, Yeah. Why must AfriForum Forum speak on behalf of those two farmers? Are they even members of AfriForum? Forum? I'm just asking the questions. You can give me the answers. Um, is it Chakaima in Caracas? Good morning. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? I'm very good. well, and you?
3: I'm good, ma'am. I don't want to speak long. I have businesses in South Africa, and I don't want to talk much, especially on my name because most people know me. But what I want to put on is... Uh, South Africa has got a crisis, it's got economical crisis, and one of the problems is the leadership of government. If the leadership comes clear to the, the South Africans and take a position that will assist this economy of the country of South Africa to grow, it's very simple. If you look at the history of the Republic of South Africa, you look at the Ntapunbeki and you look at the Mandela, and you look at the President that presently South Africa have, and you look at the credibility and you look at the criticism that the country have over the name of this uh, honorable president and you could see that there is a lot of good things that is, is being done the issue of the apartheid system it cannot be something that they can revert back on it we must We must look forward. And look at the better of this country. That's the input from me, ma'am.
2: So, just tell me: uh, Are you calling from Caracas in Venezuela? Yes, ma'am. Are you South African or are you Venezuelan with business interest in South Africa?
3: I am a Venezuelan, ma'am.
2: Okay. Alright, uh, thank you so much for that call and uh, thank you so much to everybody because we've come up to 9 o'clock and that time went by a lot quicker than I thought. Just a quick one here from Ms. David who said, why do we never hear the DA's views on matters like the farm workers? William also in Cape Town says, why are Mlebot Lamini and others called activists when they are really anarchists? And Kenisani says, I wonder what happened to Eddie the farmer in Figsburg and Faisal in Fordsburg. Well, uh, some others as well. Thank you so much for your participation this morning. It's just after nine and time now for news with Noam Samzooli.